0: Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley and with me is Derek Specht.
1: Hello. Busy week, Derek. It has been a busy week. You have guests. I do. I do have guests. My parents are up from New Brunswick. Lucky you. <laughs> well, it's awesome. You know, I don't... I, I, I'm in Ontario and they're in New Brunswick. I don't, I don't get to see them as often as I'd like to. Well, my parents are
0: three hours away. I don't see them as much as I'd like to yeah. either, but...
1: It's tough. It's yeah. it's really tough. It's uh, you know my my parents are aging. My dad doesn't get around so easily anymore, and my mom has Alzheimer's, so that's uh, kind of scary.
0: This is the first time you had to deal with it.
1: Well, no, it's not the first time. It's just so much worse. Oh, okay. Because she she's been uh, she's first diagnosed eight years ago, and uh, it's uh eh, it's scary, but it's it's so much. It's, uh, I don't want to use the wrong word here, but I was going to use the word work, but it's uh, just to keep her out of trouble. <laughs> we have, we had, uh, we bought a portable door alarm system for the front door. It rings every time she tries to escape and stuff like that, right? <laughs> Great she she wants to be outside. It, so Dad. if you can't go outside with her, you, you have to lock the door or do something so you know when she's leaving. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So fortunately she doesn't know to use a door lock anymore. So that wasn't too bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once in a while, we forget you a to, I forgot to lock the door like something was happening. And and uh, I heard the door. It's was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> she was up in the yard. It like, uh, it's, it's hard. Uh, yeah.
0: I went through it with both my grandparents. And uh, yeah, it's not the best of situations. It's, it's
1: exhausting.
0: It is exhausting. And you, it's hard to, unless you go through, it, it's hard to fathom no I know um, what's good and, and you just look and even when you are going through it, you're just looking like why aren't they grasping this situation yeah you know I mean it's it, sad. It, it, it's unfortunate uh, it mm-hmm. happens. so
1: so uh, yeah I haven't done any research this week I haven't looked up any information for the show I'm well that's coming- okay because I have <laughs> I'm coming in cold <laughs> <laughs> well we're
0: doing renovations at my work and I'm sitting there I go oh I just I want to look this up on the internet how come we don't have any internet? <laughs> it's like, oh, how, how come the lights are out? <laughs> oh my God! So yeah, it's been it's, it's been a rough week. Yes, my rough week started on Sunday. <laughs>
1: it was a Sunday, Jenny. <laughs> i would say my week's been rough but it's not really been rough it's it's it is nice to see my parents again like uh we fly them try and fly them up once or twice a year mm-hmm. so uh, my sister's in ottawa my brother's in oshawa i'm in Bonville. so it's it's nice to get the whole family together with my mom and dad and so it's good A couple it, of times a year, yeah, yeah. it's good yeah because so you it, don't
0: want the whole family together more than at least twice a year
1: <laughs> something like that yeah yeah <laughs> Everybody out there right now is yeah. going, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but and uh, when do they leave? They leave tomorrow morning at ten thirty. So you I had to abandon them tonight because uh, we're recording. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then out the door. But they, they understood,
1: go. or yeah. at least Dad did. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Ah. Um. On Sunday, 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 Sunday. There was no monster trucks involved. No no but it was a nice sunny day
1: yes it was a it was a beautiful a nice day
0: and where i live it was beautiful outside i was walking around in a t-shirt so i threw the kayak on top of the truck and i threw all my
1: gear in the truck so was- and i drove down <laughs> to the lake was there a ceremony it's the first wetting of the hull I did you did you make bar. did you make a mental note of the fact that, that did you like christen it or did you did you name it at least? I peed in my wetsuit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but seriously, no, did have no. you
0: named your boat? No. no, no. I'm naming it the HMS Don't Tip Over. <laughs> <laughs> Weeble Wobble. Uh, no, no, haven't made a name for it yet. The Grand Mang- Mango because that's the color of it. Yeah. It'll get something eventually. Um, but no, it, w- it was really nice, really nice day. So I figured, you know what? It's going to be perfect. I'll go out down to, uh, like I said, the lake's like five minutes from yeah, here, right? Yeah, um, And there's a little bay just off Lake Ontario. you got to go under a bridge into a little channel to get out oh, to okay, Lake yeah, Ontario, yeah. right? So there's a nice little spot. There's They haven't put the dock in yet. There's a, a dock they put in for launching canoes and kayaks. Yeah. Because you're not allowed to, to put paddle boats in there anymore because ecologically friendly oh, and kind okay, of, yeah. kind of, uh, shallower. Yeah. Now they haven't been dredging, I But you I can guess. still, so you can't. So you can get your canoes and kayaks That's in there, it. but you couldn't get a, a motorboat. Yeah. You'd be yeah. hitting bottom a couple of yeah. times, right? Okay. A lot of carp and everything go in there too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, it leads up Duffins Creek, right? Oh, so sometimes it. you yeah. get salmon running up as well. Yeah. And, um, no, I uh, took it down there. And once I got down there, yeah, the wind was blowing pretty good. <laughs> <gasps> I was like, where, where, where did this come from? I'm five minutes away. It's yeah. nothing. And down by the lake, it was just coming in right off that lake. And uh, uh, I thought, you know what? I'm here. I'm put it in. I'm going to give it a whirl anyway. So, number one. Yeah. And I posted this on a, on, on my Facebook page. The word wetsuit. <laughs> The word sexy or studly should never be used in the same sentence unless it's alco- unless it's accompanied by the words does not make you look. <laughs> Do you remember the first Batman? I
1: think oh, it was the first Batman. Yes. Remember the
0: penguin, Danny DeVito? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. <There's laughs> a nasty image. <laughs> yeah. Just taller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't that bad, but you know. Um. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I got myself a wetsuit. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're picturing him and not me. <laughs> um. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I put got everything down there, put the wetsuit on, and uh, put the skirt on, put my my uh, PFD on, and um, if you put your GoPro and your gloves and everything in a dry bag, remember to take them. <laughs> out of the dry bag before you store said dry bag in the front hatch. It's not like which a canoe, is eh? like oh, Six feet away! Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not like a canoe where you can just use your paddle to scoop the bag forward from yeah. the front. Yeah, it, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> it's locked away. It's, it's, yeah. I'm right. on the, it's yeah. like
1: being in your car on the 401. The stuff in the trunk, I cannot get it. That's right. Well, same deal. The stuff in the front hatch or the far back hatch
0: yeah, But even the, 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 ha- the day hatch right behind you. They say, oh, yeah, you just reach around, pop that yeah, off. Yeah, whatever. Give <laughs> not in this lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> because when I go over and it fills with water. <laughs> I don't know of anybody that could actually reach behind them and do that. I could do it if I'm not looking with back there. Yeah. Like if I'm looking straight ahead, I can reach behind me and do everything I need to do. The minute I turn, because my whole body turns. Yeah. Um, There's some tippage and going on. Throws me off kilter. Yeah, so yeah, you all of a sudden you're face face planting into the water. When I first got the kayak and I put, I got this, this stretchy neoprene skirt.
1: Yeah. Trying to put it on. Was, had, did you get it on? Because when you first got the boat, you said you couldn't get it on.
0: Yeah, I tried putting it on, and it was. It took three of us to put it on yeah. there. Yet when I had it on me, yeah. and I sat in the kayak, put it at the back, Leverage. and then put it forward. Yeah. It just slipped like, yeah. like it's no issues. So it's leverage. Yeah. 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 Um, and all the videos practice. and everything you watch to say, hey, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this, you do this. You're thinking about it all, and then there's the little uh, pull tab at the front of the skirt. Yeah. You always make sure that's out. You, you remember when I, re- you know, when I remembered that after I'd already tucked it in. Oh. <laughs> oh man, so off comes the front of it. Yeah. Everything comes off. Okay, let's start it again and that put that out. pull
1: tab is super. Super important. Yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> if, you, if you go over. Yeah. Upside down, you want something to grab onto to get that. Uh, because there's a suction. Have you ever, have you tried to pull your butt out of the seat with the uh, with the spray skirt on? No, but
0: I'll get to the seat
1: issue. <laughs> Notice I say issue. <laughs> because it, what's amazing is, and from my experience with uh, whitewater kayaking, is it, it, you cannot lift yourself up out of the seat because the spray skirt and the suction inside the kayak when the spray skirt's wet and you're and yeah. stuff, it's like it won't let you lift your butt up because it just, you can see the spray skirt sucking down as you try and pull yourself up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, you're well locked in there. Oh, well, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, getting into the kayak, uh, you do, if you do the brace with the paddle, like yeah. there's one I saw, you put the paddle behind you, you brace it on the shore. Yes. That's great when you're next to the shore. <laughs> if you're next to a dock, yeah, that's not so great. Yeah, the dock's too high. <laughs> it don't work. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, it, it, it's not going to happen when you're beside a dock. Uh, these guys are showing, oh, yeah, you just step with one foot into the dock or into the boat. Yeah. And then you got your balance and you step with the other one and you slide on down. Not happening, buddy. I'm sliding on down to the bottom of the lake. Is what I'm sliding on down to. No, just remember, this is the first time I've ever been in a kayak. Yeah, it was the first go. (laughs) I mean, 30 years in a canoe, right? Did you at least have an audience? I had an audience. Yes, (laughs) actually, quite the 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 a couple people from Paul and I want to say your name was Julia. I think. Yeah. I could be totally wrong, and I'm sorry if I am. Uh, from the Durham Region Kayakers group, they were just coming in as we were getting ready to go. Out, so, oh, okay. They were giving me some tips. Paul is, uh, actually, Paul grew up with our friend Marcus oh, Rabino, so Mark Marcus. in the Park. Yeah. yeah, they grew up together. He says he's got stories. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to sit down with Paul and uh, chat. Uh, but no, they were they were giving me some a uh, couple little uh, things. And Sarah De Gregorio was there with us. Oh, perfect. And her daughter Sophie. Yeah. They came out in a, coo- a canoe nice so uh you know to chat
1: so you at least has had uh, like uh, your uh, backup safety man or something right? oh That's... yeah
0: yeah i definitely had people there to, just in <laughs> case you know
1: so
0: <laughs> um they say somebody told me just put your butt in the canoe or er, in, the, in the kayak and then just put your legs in <laughs> do you have two sets of knees <laughs> Because I, I, I don't. I do not have uh, My knees do not bend the other legs. way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a giant rooster yeah. or something. Or a whatever, bird. My legs don't bend that way.
1: Yeah. They're not and happening. Yeah, the opening in your kayak isn't that big.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the opening in my kayak, the reason I chose the uh, the Wilderness Systems Zephyr 160, the reason I chose it, because they say it's for people like six feet tall. Oh, okay. And about two to twenty. Yeah. It's perfect for that. And that's what I am. So I've, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, it's almost like it's a couple inches narrower than my, my Osprey. Okay. Right. My solo canoe. Yep. So, I mean, I figured, okay, you know what? That's, that's not going to be that bad. It's not going to be, it's more tippy, especially the initial stability. Oh, absolutely. Is definitely more. Once I got out into it, it wasn't that bad. Mm -hmm. But when I was trying to get into it and out of it. Yeah oh (laughs) yeah yeah really tippy a lot more tippy but yeah you know what i i tried with the sit behind the hatch or or the 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 cockpit there put my feet in but the minute you do that all of a sudden the canoe wants to tip right because that's what i said okay slide up so you're sitting behind it throw your legs in and then slide forward and in well but you've got to do that pretty damn fast if you don't want to go
1: over when you're sitting in the seat can you pull your knees out? No. So the, the hatch combing stops your knees from popping up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah so my then, knees my my lap yeah. is under there's there's Oh there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. your your butt has to go on the, in the that, rear so. hatch combing bef- and put your feet in first before yeah. your butt ever turns the There there's seat. no way yeah. that I yeah. can
0: put my feet in after.
1: Because some of the boats some of the kayaks do have a longer opening so that you, when you're, and it it depends on the design people. They're all, they're all designed different, mm-hmm. right? but I've been in some where you're sitting in the seat and you can act and it's nice for comfort wise. You're sitting in the seat and you can actually pull your knees up and out. So you're in a knee up position sitting in the seat and then you can pop them back in, but the opening has to be really long.
0: This is not one of those kayaks. <laughs> it's definitely <Yeah>. not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> definitely not <laughs> but this has got uh i can't remember the name of the the foot brace system they called it but there's you basically reach in and there's a long plastic piece that connects to the foot brace yep. you lift it up and you pull it back to where your feet are to to where you want it yep. and then you latch it down and it locks into place yes so easy that mm-hmm. was per- yeah. a beautiful I, I really like that because then you're not fiddling with anything because you're trying to fiddle yeah. with something with two hands leaning over exactly. to one side it's just a quick you're going yeah. over exactly yeah. right so yeah that was that was a really good thing so yeah I got those adjusted nice and you know there you, you know your your feet are supposed to knee bend mm-hmm. paddling one side the other side and sort what's of stuff, good
1: with and, that and just from living out west and using kayaks it's uh if you're in sometimes you want Tighter so that when your feet are pressing against the uh, the foot braces, you can push your butt against the back of the seat and you're locked in and you can paddle harder if you're in rougher water, you have a little bit more control. We'll get into the seat issue. Or if it. you're in a long, <laughs> slow paddle, you release the foot braces and you can just kind of bring your heels together and relax mm-hmm. for a bit, right? Well, see, and this thing has where my
0: lap is at the front of the front and like the side yeah. of the cockpit is padding. So yes. it braces against my yes. my Lock, upper knees thigh, and, uh, right? Yeah, thigh. And so knee yeah, knees. so that's yeah. nice and comfortable. Yeah. Same with the, their side pad, pads. Yeah. Besides, yeah. so for the hips and all that are, as are well. Are yours adjustable? Yeah, everything's adjustable yeah. on. My problem with the seat is I was adjusting the wrong straps. Oh. I had no back support. Oh okay. So like I'm leaning way back. Yeah. Like almost laying down, and I'm just like this is not so then you're forcing yourself to sit up right and it's hard in your muscles and your so back there's all and that and you're leaning forward so this tight wet suit that you've got on and <laughs> everything else is pushing up Yeah, and then the, it pushes into your throat as well because it's tighter yeah. and you're all that so everything's pushing out you can't breathe you're fighting strong winds exactly, yeah
1: trying to paddle and you're like
0: why do people enjoy this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know the growing pains are horrible. And you oh. think how does anybody ever get comfortable in these things? There but is it's just learning takes curve. Oh yeah, big man. time. Cuz if you can get the ba- the the back brace right, like you're 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 the big thing is getting your heels or your feet arches into those mm-hmm. f- foot braces, pushing your butt into the back of the seat and the seat back or this the the, the backrest is pushed forward enough so it sits you in a Upright position. We'll see. Because you don't want to use your muscles to sit in an upright no, position. No, and it can't was do just that all killing me. Yeah. This was, this is, I think the seat issue I had,
0: which I'll get into here, was the biggest thing. Because it's a nice comfy seat. Yeah. I, I've posted a picture, I think on our Instagram page. Um, Really nice comfy. It adjusts five ways from oh, Thursday, yeah. awesome. right? And there's a back rest. So my butt was far back as the seat because there's a little plastic piece yeah. at the back. Sort of like a plastic seat. Yeah. Right? But then all the padding on top of it mm-hmm. sort of stuff. So I couldn't go anything any farther back than that. But the backrest was about four inches behind that. Oh. And I'm thinking, this just doesn't make sense. Yeah. If I pull the one backrest thing, it goes down or it goes up. But it doesn't come forward. Well, I totally missed the two straps. Exactly, yeah. To pull it forward. When I got home, I sat it in the front lawn. I'm thinking, what straps am I missing? And what I finally found... What is wrong with this thing? Well, because they, they're, they're folded over and tucked. Yeah. Right? So I didn't realize. So I untucked them and pulled them forward. Oh, there we go. So in my grass, I'm pulling that up. And I'm like, yeah. oh, man, that is so comfortable now. <laughs> and then tucked them back in so yeah. they wouldn't move. Right? So I got the seat adjusted now on dry land. Yeah. Right? At home, after the fact. But yeah, when it was when I was there, oh, that was that just sucked.
1: When I paddled kayak out out west on Vancouver Island, I was uh, I was with a club, and uh, so I I never owned my own kayak. Mm-hmm. I always used the club's boats. So. <laughs> That was, it was, you got really good at adjusting the seats because everybody has a different oh, adjustment. Yeah. So every time I got in to use them, it's like, oh man, who used this last? So it's, there's a lot of adjustments just to get it working out for you because uh, it just to, for your back comfort. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to paddle for hours on end, it has to be How comfortable. How tall are you? 5'8". Yeah. See, and I'm six, almost six
0: one. Like, yeah. There's going to be total difference. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, even with the with the foot braces, there yeah. like total difference. And
1: so. so when it comes down to it, the point I was making was that uh, like it, I was with a club, so everybody used the, all the club boats, right? But if you have your own boat, it's like <laughs> you loan out your boat. It's like don't adjust the seat. It's like the car. <laughs> don't touch my mirrors. Exactly. You can, adjust,
0: you can adjust the seat forward or backwards. Don't touch my mirrors. You adjusted my mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the skeg. Yes. Now I've got the little beside the cockpit is the little sliding pull cord thing, yeah. right? Yeah. That you just press in and slides yeah, backwards. Exactly. Yeah. It drops, drops down. Yeah. And there's different. You can drop it by quarters. Oh, okay. Right. See, so I'm, if you don't need use all I'm the, the way to down, i used to the
1: thick bungees. That you just adjust. Oh and no, drop no. It. This is a little slide oh, now, right? Cool. They got rid of all that. Yeah.
0: So yeah. So you can adjust it by quarter. So you can go down
1: oh, okay. a quarter, a half, different three depths, quarters, depending or all on the way. wind or yeah.
0: I got to remember when you get close to shore i mean it's one thing if you're going in forward yeah but if you're drifting sideways you might want to bring oops that skeg up because you might snap it off <laughs> you know so yeah learned that didn't snap it off but i'm well, that's good. Remember, oh man i better put reach over pull it pull it up and i mean good i was in sand yeah so you know that's sort of but uh, that's uh <laughs> oops uh so it wasn't really the best day to try kayaking for the first time but in my defense when I left home it was a beautiful non-windy it was day nice out. and 5 minutes later hurricane whatever hit yes <laughs> I don't know where that came from hindsight yes my paddling technique sucked <laughs> cuz and I, and I'm thinking about it later I'm thinking well I'm paddling cuz you do the the whole Box beach ball between you and the paddle yeah, yeah, yeah. technique, yeah. right? But I wasn't really, and I was doing the turning like the the this swiveling your yep. body thing and and whatnot. But I really wasn't dipping the paddle. You were literally in. dipping. I was literally dipping. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, and I'm thinking about it later. I'm thinking, I really wasn't getting a really good, like, as if it was a paddle stroke. Yep. If if I was paddling a canoe. It wasn't going straight in beside the yeah. canoe. I was going way out to the side,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> that sort of thing, right? So I'm thinking, yeah, you know what? I better work on that next time. <laughs> um, on a positive note, I did not tip over. I came very close <laughs> when Woo-hoo! getting out, uh, but close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and nuclear missiles, as we yes, know. Yes, yes. Uh, I have. I stepped. I got one foot out. And I had the other foot in, and I was talking. And then when I went to, because I was deeper, I had to lift my foot that much higher up. And I almost went over. And I ended up jumping back in Mm. to the boat. Yeah. So I didn't tip over. But I'm sitting there one leg in, and my arse is in there. And my other leg's out. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't going to end well. But you know what? It ended well. (laughs) (laughs) I I did not tip over. So, Knock on wood. I still stayed dry. attempt number two (laughs) will be happening soon probably this weekend maybe even tomorrow night yeah i don't know it's supposed to be nice right
1: yeah we're the weather's getting weather's getting
0: really nice so i'm gonna uh gonna uh attempt (laughs) attempt number two (laughs) yeah they don't have the docking and all that but you know what it's a learning curve i've been canoe tripping for for 30 years and yeah. You know, getting into a kayak for the first time. I didn't do too bad for the first time, I'm thinking. Awesome. So we'll see what happens there. <laughs> uh on another note, we talked was that last year? Yeah, well, I guess it would have been last year. Yeah. We well, talked about the shooting
1: at Burrow Creek. Yes. Yeah. So this happened in February 2017. Yeah. Danny Eugene Button. Found guilty of
0: aggravated assault and other charges, 22 and a half years in prison for shooting at kayakers going floating on Burrow Creek. Burrow Creek? Burrow River? Burrow. Borough... Burrow Creek in Western Creek. Arizona. Yeah. In Western Arizona. He did not like the fact that they were on the river going through Yeah. Not even his his was, in-laws property. Yes. It wasn't even so his own he property. decided he's going to take his pistol, a magnum or whatever, yeah. and take shots at them. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now, I remember we when this came out, we talked about yeah. this. So on anybody's our show. not familiar with it. It's it's basically a bunch of they're they're at a campground and they're camping and they want to do a run on this little creek that's nearby the campground and it goes across or in front of somebody's property and i'm not sure exactly how the rules work in arizona but anyways the uh the guy took offense to the fact that they were on the water going through the front property of his relative's property yeah and family's. that's what gets me is it wasn't even his property wasn't, yeah it wasn't even his it was
0: in-laws yeah like there was some moonshine involved some, here a ah, <laughs> little local in a cocoa Tyler Williams, who I do believe is a contributor to Canoe Kayak magazine. Oh, is he? Yeah, he was leading these guys. Um, there was four of them, I guess, and he heard gunshots. Yeah. And out of the corner of his eye, he sees something shiny. He looks yeah. over, and there's dude with a pistol pointed yeah. at him saying, this one's not going to miss.
1: This one's not going to well, miss. Good thing
0: dude wasn't as good a shot as he yeah. thought he was. Yeah, holy he missed cow. Missed him by four feet. Yeah. Back of him by, I guess, back of his head whatever. Yeah. Because they don't really, I guess... 'Cause they cut out the corner of his eye, so it must have been yeah, they behind don't, him, right? It's
1: not precisely described, yeah. but yeah, he's the bullet went in his direction. Yeah. Missed him by four
0: feet. Uh he just hightailed it out of there. Yeah. But his three paddling partners Yeah. <laughs> this is this is when you tell
1: who your friends really are, right? <laughs> Where where'd you go? That away, <laughs> where's the gun? Right here, yeah. Well, see, the, the in the I, I recall from the original story, there was a search party sent out because this, they couldn't find him, they couldn't find him because, yeah. and so everybody thought they can't find him because he's actually shot, yeah. So they yeah. sent out a first search party, they thought they're gonna find somebody who was shot, and in the end, he he went up a creek. One of the side he runs of the creek, the ne- he got yeah. lost, he hid in the dark, he eventually made his way back to the campground, and they go, we've been looking for you. Yeah. So he was lost at night in the dark. But yeah, and the other guys, they were ordered ashore. Yeah, the guy with the gun. Yeah, see, yeah. the guy with the gun said, you guys ashore. So he ordered them ashore, and so they just responded. There was a man putting a gun at them, they are going to listen, right? So they came ashore, he got them out of their boats, he sat them on the ground, he berated them for... Being on his property, yep. the only reason they were on his property is because he ordered them ashore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he, he took it that that water, Private water is
0: part of their property.
1: Which I don't believe is true in Arizona. No. Well, the
0: I think it's one of those unwritten rules because yes. there, there really isn't... Uh, it's not really written down. Yeah. But we've talked about other countries where it's the same sort yeah, of Ireland thing when it comes to and property and, and, and you exactly. know yeah the top of the water and the land under it is their property, <laughs> but the actual going through the water so you got to be a fish. Yes. You know we've we've even <laughs> mentioned those places and we're just like shaking our heads. How does going, that like, work? How do you, yeah, how do, you, how do you do that? If I'm scuba diving, I'm good. You're good if, if I'm scuba canoeing, diving. I'm screwed. <laughs> If I'm walking on the bottom, I'm screwed. <laughs> and yeah. there's that scuba diver exactly. flipping me the bird as he swims on by, free and clear. I'm good.
1: Yeah.
0: Um But yeah, there there's he was arrested, this button yeah. was arrested. And he turned down a plea, a plea deal. deal. I in want to know
1: what that plea deal is because he ended up with 22 and a half years. Yeah. And uh, um, if the plea deal was for like for five to 10 or something, it's like, dude, <laughs> screw that yeah. But he must have been supremely confident or just cocky. I don't know. Well,
0: the, the trial was in March and... Um his attorney said that he had been target shooting and yes. was unaware of the kayakers. <laughs> and the jury says, uh, uh no. <laughs> because somebody else said a total different group of kayakers said the He'd... same thing happened to them yeah. several weeks before Exactly, he threatened them. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if his attorney said, uh, you didn't tell me about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, found guilty four counts each of endangerment aggravated assault and disorderly conduct with a weapon but the jury deadlocked on the attempted second degree murder which I really don't agree with and the kidnapping charges yeah which well he really didn't kidnap yeah them. it's it's that yeah I can see why the they banning, had an issue with uh with the kidnapping yeah. yeah yeah but the 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 attempted murder yeah he's shot right now that was valid
1: he said this one's not going to miss. And it makes you think, well, the only reason the guy's not dead is because the guy's a crappy shot. Yeah. Right.
0: Still was an attempt.
1: Yeah. It was an attempt.
0: I mean, we're just going by what, what we've yeah, researched. We, what right? little I mean, We know we, yeah.
1: we weren't in court. We weren't, we're not lawyers. We're all that stuff. Like, all we know is what we're told. And from what we've seen and what we, we, have known for, since last February is the fact that, uh, not last, but last, last February mm-hmm. is, is what, other details came out and it sounds it it sounded pretty serious at the time and as the details come more clear it sounds like yeah these people are lucky they didn't get shot
0: yeah yeah very uh williams says i'm glad the law took it so seriously but the judge threw the book at this guy and he read a a statement at the sentencing saying he would like alternative punishment to jail time so don't send the dude to jail. Yeah. Give him, you know, some alternative punishment. Yeah. Uh, it it's unfortunately, Mr. Button is the product of a gun-worshipping, hubris-filled, paranoid, fear-driven, violence-exalting culture that thrives on tough talk, thoughtlessness, thoughtless, and bombastic.
1: <laughs> well. It's very wordy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: No, there's no excuse for... But he does, so
1: he he does say, yeah, well, you know, it's, he, he he wants a lesser sentence than the guy who, so from his opinion, he said, well, I don't, I think they took it too far and I think you just, just had uh, probation or whatever. But he also added, but then again, I had an easier time than the other guys. The other guys Mm -hmm. were pulled ashore out of the boats at gunpoint and he paddled away. Yeah. So, I guess that makes sense why he's not taking it as seriously because he was. His wasn't, buddies are they, thinking. They were looking down the barrel of this handgun, right? Yeah. It's like, yikes.
0: Yeah. It's like, throw the book at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat Phillips, founder of Mongolia River Adventures, said um, that he wants Button punished to the full extent of the law. Yeah. Wow.
1: I, I'm And what I find unfortunate, and they, they mentioned in this article, is uh, so they wanted clarification on the rules and the rule of law when it comes to uh, the... Uh, right to float in public water. Right, to, Yeah, the right to float. The, what's that E word that they mentioned here? Ephemeral streams. Some mm-hmm. ephemeral streams in Arizona that cross through private property can only be paddled with the landlord's permission. And so they wanted to clarify that law because there's nothing really concrete written down saying about freedom of access for riparian areas or or waterways or whatever right so and the the judge chose not to touch that at all the prosecutor
0: tried to hand down they said try to hand down instructions to the jury that said public had the right to paddle on arizona waterways which would have i guess made precedence yes so any other courts and the other cases said it was Could determined. Refer,
1: exactly. So there's right? been precedent set in, in whatever but court. But this case. was
0: disputed by the assistant defense attorney. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah. So that sort of got dropped. Yeah.
1: Um, and what they're doing is they're. When it comes to stuff like this, I think that the law should clarify to the public what is. Allowed and what isn't allowed. Because if you don't clarify it, what you're doing is you're leaving, you're going to have another situation like this pop up in the future where somebody's paddling on a river through somebody's private land and it's going to come up again. Somebody's going to pull a gun on somebody. And it's like people are going to interpret it however they want. Exactly. You need to put this stuff down in concrete, in writing, to say what the actual law states Mm -hmm. is permitted and not permitted.
0: Yep. in if, each state because they say yeah, it's different in each if state, you leave right?
1: something in a gray area people are going to push the rule of law and push that line either way right yeah so it it, uh, it leaves people in an uncomfortable position where this could repeat itself down the road exactly
0: now at the end of the day whether the kayakers were trespassing or not wasn't even a factor in the trial
1: no yeah
0: because it all came down to him threatening them exactly he could have been f- tried for aggravated assault because Arizona law says you're only al- allowed to threaten trespassers with deadly force if they're attempting to enter your premises. Yeah. And they
1: weren't. Yeah, they, they were just paddling by. So
0: he could have been charged regardless. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, but it's interesting, At the end of the article. Uh, Williams says "When paddling in other parts of the world, I am invited into Riverside homesteads and offered tea in my home state. I'm shot at <laughs> 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 <Ooh-hoo. Yeah. laughs> quite a difference. Yeah. But he says before he colors Arizona unfairly, I will say that on most rivers of the state, respectful and kind behavior exists between paddlers and adjacent landowners and button his sister-in-law sisters-in-law invited the paddlers back to Bur- burrow creek following the trial and william says more than anything about this incident that makes me feel good yeah
1: so the actual landowner says listen guys this come yeah. back you know that's that's smooth the waters it's you know this you know stop this brother-in-law's a putz yeah my brother-in-law's yeah. an idiot don't worry about him <laughs> yeah
0: wow and that's what gets me the most, dude. It's not even your property. <laughs> no. Like you're visiting. Yeah. It's like me coming over to your house and going after your neighbor because his dog crapped on your lawn. It's yeah. not my lawn. No. I don't care. Tell you don't your, neighbor's, tell your neighbor's neighbor to come over. I don't care. <laughs> it's like wow. That that's what gets me. It's not even his property. Yeah. And he went with a with with a handgun like that.
1: So, in the end, though, regardless of where the issue stands for what the rule of law states about uh, crossing through waters, this court case does make a statement. It makes a precedent. It makes a statement to the public saying, well, for one, don't shoot at people paddling by on a river. like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This is not... uh, This just does not bode well, people. Yes. Yeah, you know what,
0: and that's it. Like, unless people are being real idiots and destroying fences as they go, sort of thing. Yeah, or if, if
1: people are like jumping off the river and having a fire on your on your uh, river edge where you get cattle grazing yeah. and or whatever, then that's different. Yeah. But these guys were they just were just paddling by. through. They weren't touching yeah. land. They were just on the water. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. and in discussions, we we talked about this earlier. So he was mad at them for, he ordered three of the guys out of their boats onto the shore. It was only then that they actually were trespassing. Because the he property. ordered them out of their boats mm-hmm. onto his property.
0: So or, realistic, because yeah.
1: he ordered them. They weren't trespassing. Yeah, exactly. They were invited you, guests. Out of the, they, <laughs> they just became invited guests. Yeah. It's like
0: letting a vampire into your house. Come on in. <laughs> Come on in. Wild. What are you doing here? Wow. Anyway, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This portion of the show is brought to you by Algonquin Outfitters. Algonquin Outfitters, providing quality Algonquin Park backcountry adventures for the entire family since 1961. Whether you want to get on the water for a day or a week, the friendly staff at Algonquin Outfitters can help you out. Find them online at algonquinoutfitters.com or visit one of their 12 locations. Algonquin Outfitters, your outdoor adventure store with locations in Algonquin Park, Muskoka, and Halliburton. Hey, this is Sean Rowley, and you're listening to Paddling Adventures Radio. To find out more about us, check out our website, paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Current and past episodes of our podcast can be downloaded or streamed from iTunes, Google Play, and the episode page of our website. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, we would love to hear from you. So, drop us a line on Facebook or our website. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. Um, We did the Brent Run. I guess that's two years ago now. Yeah, it's been a while. We well, did the eh? Brent Run. Yeah. 162 kilometers from Canoe Lake in Algonquin Park up to Cedar Lake, the Brent store. Now, you say we, but. Uh, well, you uh, were support I didn't participate. I was a support, the support stuff. guy. <laughs> yeah. And then all the way back to, down to, to Canoe Lake. Yeah. Uh, we did it uh, in about 40 hours. Um, the record is
1: 27. 27, something like that. 27 yeah. hours,
0: something like that. We were actually on par at the yeah. beginning to, to yeah. match that record.
1: Yeah, on your northward route yeah. part of it, you were either on or ahead of track or ahead of time.
0: And then the winds started. And that and sort of after that was like. Pfft. Yeah. And then we did the little. Uh, Rest stop in the middle of the night. Yeah. Because things were just getting... when
1: you knew you weren't gonna make it it's like okay, let's Well,
0: and there was a couple of stumble spots, yeah. so we figured somebody's gonna get hurt. Yeah. yeah. Um so thinking about that, I came across a little article I did some digging and, and stuff like that. And sort of piqued my curiosity. Nineteen sixty two. The Eli to Atacocan canoe race. Now, is it still running? No. Okay. 62 to 64. That's it. So 62, 1963, 1964. Three did years. It, didn't stick around long, did no, it? No, it did not. So the Chambers of Commerce of Eli and Atacocan. Eli's in uh, the United the States. Chamber of Commerce was involved? Both of them. Well. For both towns, yep. Yeah. Um, Atticoken, Ontario. Uh, Eli is Minnesota. And they decided they would have a canoe race from one town to the other and back as a way to celebrate the canoeing tradition and promote the area. Oh. Soki dokie. All miserable. these people signed up and yep. thought it was gonna be great and uh the canoe tripping and everything was is huge and you know, canoeing was a big part of the area. Yeah. You know, there isn't a ton of like all the roads and that weren't like they are today, right?
1: Yeah. So a lot of access back in the day would have been by boat.
0: Yeah. Uh, and these short-lived contests, the whole three years, coincided with the rise of recreational and sport paddling in the two countries. Apparently there was a lot of these little
1: contests that were around, oh, right? So the next big thing is like, oh, look, look at all the canoe we can do now. And yeah. so it was just a outcropping of that. And it was a stage for
0: some memorable names in canoe building, paddle making, and marathon canoe racing. Roughly 200 miles, and the last year, the 1964, there was a hard-fought local rav- rivalry between Eli Guide trapper and outfitter Don Balland and Atacocan miner and later Quetico ranger Joe Meany. The two would tangle most memorably in the 1964 event, the last of the races. One would earn a hard-earned victory and the other would survive a frightening tumble down a waterfall that would destroy his canoe and nearly take his life. Oops. Hmm. So I'm thinking, oh, canoe race, you know, like the Brent Run sort of deal. Yeah. Well, Joe Meany later became a ranger um, at the Lac Lacroix Ranger Station okay. in Quitico. And he had a looper board, which kind of reminds me of the Meanest Link board. Yeah, that's what I was at, thinking to yeah. uh, Algonquin outfitters, yep. right? So the Looper Board, Hall of Fame for rugged paddlers who, in the spirit of the Eli Atacocan race, tested their mettle against the clock on the Hunters Island Loop in Quetico. Meanie and a partner paddled the circle route in thirty three hours, thirty eight minutes, eighteen seconds. Which is different than the Brent run who, that one uh, rounds up or down to mm-hmm. the nearest hour. hour. yeah. They don't do the half hours, minutes, seconds, that sort of stuff. The recognized record is 28 hours, 49 minutes, 7 seconds by Dan Litchfield and Steve Park. They don't give a year. No. So we looked up uh, this route. Hunter Island is bounded to the south by Otter Track, Knife, and Basswood Lakes on the international U.S.-Canada border. Yeah. Okay, so it skirts, starts on the eastern side of Quetico. Yeah, at the border. And follows the border all the way around to the Maline River. Cuts up the Maline River. Uh, the east is... Bordered by Lake Saganaga, the north by Lakes Carnine and Sturgeon, and again on the west the the Malign River. So that's follow that around. That is a massive area. It is absolutely, and they say it looks like a peninsula. Uh, uh, yeah, in land like yeah. the shape, but so no, no, yeah. it doesn't.
1: It's called Hunter Island Loop, but they I guess they say it's not
0: really an island. Yeah. Hunter Island can be thought of as a peninsula connected to the United States across a 450. Uh, the 450 meter monument portage between swamp and otter track lakes. Uh, okay. <laughs> Still don't see it. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking at a uh, the map of Quetico in that right now. The island is approximately 45 miles or 72 kilometers across. And 32 miles or 51 kilometers north to south. Yeah. So that's a big, big area. The Canoe Loop circumnavigating Hunter Island measures over 200 miles or 320 kilometers. Normally takes 12 days to complete, depending on who you're talking to, because other people say six days. You can do it six days. Yeah,
1: and it's it seems... This is a long route. Well see, and that's what
0: got me to thinking. Like when I'm looking at the Brent Run and then yeah. I'm seeing this Hunter Island loop, I'm thinking, Hey, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I bet you I could get a couple people together and we could do this <laughs> route. Right? Yeah. I mean we're not gonna beat the twenty-seven minute mark. But you know what? Just like we did the Brent Run, why don't we get a couple of guys out and a yes. couple of canoes and give this a little shot and have some more fun and different Seems things, reasonable. right? Seems reasonable. <laughs> and i'm looking at this and i'm thinking i don't know how they're doing it i know i it know it just doesn't make sense so um it's an absolutely massive route it doesn't make sense it, it
1: doesn't now now think about this so you, the route that you did the uh the brent run the brent run so it was uh how many kilometers 162, 162 seven hundred sixty two kilometers yeah. so this is three hundred easily doubled yeah easily doubled. like almost perfectly doubled yeah. for distance so the record for the brent run is 27, 27 hours yeah and the record for this is about 20 27 hours
0: uh 28 40 28 hours 49 so 20 call it 29 hours yeah so two hours more to double the distance that's crazy doesn't make sense no it doesn't there's too much distance involved here well and that was my big thing is like you know what that sounds cool you know uh when you start reading about the area you'll encounter some tough portages okay you'll likely (laughs) encounter some wind and waves okay it is a long trip so you'll be packing a lot of food okay and of course bugs yeah okay some of the highlights Incredible wildlife, including eagles, moose, loons, and possibly a black bear or timber wolf. Cool. World-class fishing for walleye, bass, trout, lake trout, and northern pike, which we wouldn't be doing if we're doing the loop, uh, like racing it. Beautiful waterfalls and pictographs. Hunter Island Loop, according is to somebody else, says it can be done in a little as six days, but you'll probably want to do eight to ten days or more <laughs> to enjoy it. Well, if it can be completed in six days. And that's pushing it. How did they do it in almost twenty nine hours? I know. It does not make sense. I'm missing <laughs> something, the, the or somebody's distance involves. Somebody's here is a incredible. really good fisherman. Your lies have <laughs> yes. just carried over.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would be very interested in seeing. Uh, that's uh, that is impressive. That is such a huge distance. So that's uh, twice the distance of the Brent Run. mm Hmm. For the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. So twice the distance at half the time? <laughs> yeah, it, it's
0: uh, doesn't make sense. Now, Joe Meany apparently did his 33-hour, 38-minute run when he was in his 50s.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's impressive. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and when you're looking at that route... Oh, no.
1: there's so much distance. It's huge.
0: And it, it almost circles... What would you say? How? What percentage of Quetico
1: does that? It looks like the loop encircles about seventy percent of all of Quetico, maybe sixty-five percent.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: mind you, there's a big path
0: that goes along the border that's okay, all yeah. water. That's all. Wa- yeah, exactly. They're not the, portaging off. Yes, but coming through the uh, through the land part.
1: Yeah, up you head, the center of yeah, Quetico. Yeah, when you got to
0: start heading northeast and then uh, southeast. Yeah, back to where you
1: started. There's a lot of portages. There's an there.
0: awful lot of portaging through there.
1: That is amazing. That's nuts. So, you know how
0: fast you'd have to be paddling?
1: Uh, you'd have to be jogging the
0: portages. I would like to know if anybody that's listening knows of the Hunter Island Loop Race. Yeah. I want to find out more about this because something's not jiving on all the research that we. The did.
1: distance, the amount of distance traveled, is it doesn't seem possible
0: with the time. Yeah. I'm thinking we just go back to Eli, Minnesota and do the <laughs> Eli-Atacocan and back to yeah. Eli run. Or Atacocan to Eli and back to Atacocan run. <laughs> Which begs the question, if you do that, is there a border crossing you got to throw your passport out there?
1: You're going 11 kilometers an hour the whole time.
0: Yeah. It's not happening. Huh. Not 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 my canoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is boggles of mind yeah so the hunter
1: island loop yeah if anybody knows about that drop us a line i I want to hear from somebody who knows from familiar with it maybe even you've done the, this loop mm-hmm. I would like to hear about it because the uh, from the sounds of it it seems it seems there's some pretty tough portages and that takes some time when you're loading, unloading, you're doing some walking instead of paddling, you can do some pretty fast pace if you're always on water. And I think uh, if for any, like even for you guys when you did the Brent Run, for making some of these epic times, I think you need to be lucky to have everything on your side. And I'm talking no headwinds, tailwinds oh, yeah. going north and tailwinds heading south. And you need, the, it's like a perfect storm of, uh, of weather events. So that you don't want to be fighting waves or wind or, you know, whatever. It's, you want the perfect weather, like clear weather, no wind, yada, 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 right? Otherwise, how do you make this time? Like, that's incredible. It's, uh, you'd have to be, you'd have to be so fit just to keep up the paddling stroke pace. There's got to be like four people in that canoe
0: paddling. (laughs) Just to double it. (laughs) Um, I know there was a... Um, little jab at one point where Baland, the guy that lost, said that he did that route in an even shorter time. Then he pauses it off by saying, but we had a three horsepower motor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Which to me, okay, that would I buy. That makes sense, yeah.
0: But if anybody's done the Hunter Island loop or can shed more light on it, uh, drop us a line at paddlingadventuresradio.com. There's a uh, contact us, thing on there or on Facebook drop us a line and let us know uh, about the Hunter Island loop otherwise I might take a peek at seeing and get people together to do the E-line at (laughs) a one again I'll be sports staff again. I'm
1: not paddling that route. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would look, yeah. That one. Yeah. that. I would definitely do the route if it wasn't a race because that area looks beautiful. Yeah. It looked like it'd be really worthwhile going through it. And like we've read, we've done stuff on this area, this park and, and, uh, different, uh, you know, the, the mining in the area and stuff like that, you know, to protect the park and like, I want to go and do the boundary waters. It looks like a really beautiful area. Well, I think you should go. Oh, I, I will someday. Someday. Well, you know what? Maybe you should start at Atacocan.
0: <laughs> and I'll tell you, Eli's Eli. nice this time of year.
1: <laughs> so is Atacocan. So you That's can go a- to
0: Adakokan, and go down to Eli. The drive alone up there, you're, you're, yeah. it's like a two-day drive. Well, we passed it last year. Oh, yeah. Too far. No. I guess you get to get a float plane and fly up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, Hunter Island Loop, uh, let us know if anybody knows it. Eli at a coke and canoe race. Maybe I can convince a people to come and do that. Uh, You know, get them back into the swing of crazy stuff. I get myself a three horsepower motor. There you go. We'll meet you there. (laughs) Anyway, that's our show for this week. Uh, If you want to find out more about us, check us out at paddlingadventuresradio.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find our shows on iTunes, Google Play, Player FM, And on our website, Paddling Adventures Radio, under the Episodes tab. All 115, 16 episodes are there. Check them out. And until next time, thanks everybody for listening. I'm Sean Rowley.
1: And I'm Derek Special. We'll see you next time.